Welcome back to the podcast. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 47 of High School Musical 2. Minute 47 starts out with a second and then third repeat of the end of the chorus with Ryan pouty, pouty facing, and ends with a light bulb noise. <laughs> yeah, they really went hard with the sound effects yeah. <laughs> on this minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, what, we're finally so what, at the end of the song. I know. What minute would this be if this wasn't the deleted scene? I guess that does, question doesn't make sense. We're not <laughs> there yet, Tyler. You won't know. <laughs> How many minutes has this deleted scene been? Like, this is the third or fourth I, minute of it? I think this is four or five, actually. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so so m- halfway through minute 43, we started the deleted scene, so. Okay, so yeah, we're in like the fourth or five, fifth minute of it. Fourth and, and fifth minute, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's why I haven't felt joy for three weeks. <laughs> Ouch. So yeah, the song ends and the, they, they sing poo, poo, poo. How hilarious that the line ends with them singing poo. And Ryan has a good harmony underneath uh, Sharpay's melody line. Mm-hmm. You know, like, again, it's the fact that Ryan is still hitting his marks and hitting his notes after the, the show betrayal. The must go on. <laughs> Ryan is a true performer. <laughs> And yeah, this minute's really just like 30 seconds of Ryan comedy, which, you know, for, for as, for as much I would, as I would have asked for it in the past, I'm like, really lukewarm on it now. I mean, it's better than the other 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, okay. I liked the previous minute when he was doing the fake rapping and the gurgling. <laughs> We're coming off a higher high of Ryan comedy. It's a lower <laughs> high. So the song ends and Sharpay puts a flower crown. Literally, it's both flowers and a crown <laughs> on Troy's head. And we get this look of, again, betrayal and shock from Ryan, who's like, that was supposed to be my crown. I bet he made it. <laughs> And that's why he's so peeved. He's like, are you kidding me? I made this. I spent so much time making sure the flowers were so perfect. And then it gets put on stupid Troy Bolton's head. (laughs) (sighs) He's he's got a thing on his head already. It's like a ring of flowers. Yeah. And then later on when he steals the hat from the crown from Troy and puts it on his head, it's like, it's like he's completing the the puzzle, like yeah. like you know, like Legends of the Hidden Temple with the, like the monkey with the three parts. Yeah, it's like it's like a video game where you have to like, oh, this part of the crown goes on top of this part of the crown. Or if you think like actual <laughs> real life, there's like ring settings where it's like stacked rings, so like the, together they look like a whole ring. And honestly, that's not uncommon for crowns either. You have like the ringlet. Which is your, like, everyday crown, and then you have the fancy crown that goes on top. Condra, you know what this is? Too much detail? Ring theory. (gasps) (laughs) That's a That's a Star Wars reference. (laughs) In case it wasn't obvious. We have some non-Star Wars fan listeners. Yeah. So, after the start... After the song ends, Sarpay, no, after the song ends, Sharpay says, 
just one minute. And the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, she just runs off screen. But she doesn't actually run off screen. She just does a little huddle with the, the sharpettes. And they've got their arms straight up. Yeah, what are they doing? Uh, I bet she's I've giving got, them notes. Uh, yeah, I'm really not sure. Okay, because here's the thing is the Sharpettes all have their arms up. They're mm-hmm. doing some sort of like post-show ritual, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that be Sharpay giving them notes, but it looks like it's more of like a like a physical like... Like a cool down. Yeah, like uh, some... some I, I guess ritual is the only word I can think of to describe it. And they'll have their arms up, and then you you see Sharpay, and she also has her arms up, but it's like less. So I'm like, what possible thing could the Sharpettes be doing that's so extra that even Sharpay is not into it? <laughs> what if it is? You know how like when you huddle, you do your arms all like entwined, so like the other team can't hear you. I get like it it creates a barrier. <laughs> Like, like a sort of like rugby style huddle where you're like everyone's arm in arm. Yeah. Yeah. What if, what if it's their form of a barrier? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Silly, like, are, like but... are the, are the sharp pets like kind, kind of like new age type like girls where they're like, where they're like kind of spiritual in that way. And they're going to do something like that. And Sharpay for all of her like fakiness isn't into like new age stuff. Like she's very literal as a person. She's not going to be like talking about horoscopes or whatever, which is not to put that stuff down, but like Sharpay just doesn't have time for that in her life. She is all musical theater and trying to get Troy Bolton in her life. Like she doesn't have time for like signs from the stars. But if, if she did follow signs from the stars, she would know her and Troy are not compatible and then she wouldn't waste her time. <laughs> yeah, what sign are these characters? <laughs> I bet I could find that out. Yeah, I get, so, you know, back in the day when I when I did a Harry Potter sketch thing, we had um it, we were in divinations and we had all of the characters' birthdays so we could figure out what all of their star signs were. And this was for like most of the major characters they had birthdays. We had to like really dig deep for a character that didn't have a birthday. And what was fun about that sketch is we could just pick a star sign to assign to a character if they didn't have a birthday. That was funny for the context of the sketch. But anyway. So yeah, Troy, do- <laughs> so Troy Bolton is a cancer. Oh no. What what month is that? No, wait. No, yeah, he is so he's July twenty second. Is that not Leo? No, it's literally the last day of cancer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm working on Sharpay right now. Okay, I'll 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 keep, keep riffing. Vamping. Uh, so yeah, it's weird because Sharpay walks to the side and does this thing with the Sharpettes for like a whole thirty seconds, and during this thirty seconds is when we get Ryan's sort of huffing and puffing comedy of him like going over to Troy and taking his crown back, and then he walks over and then he's like ha. My crown. And then he walks back over to Troy and he's like, he holds his hand out. And it's weird for a second. You're like, wait, is he like asking him to hold his hand? Like, what's Troy going to do? Like, it would have been funny if Zac Efron had like held Ryan's hand. Like, I don't know what's going on, dude. (laughs) But no, it's the lay that Troy is wearing. So Troy takes off the lay and gives it to Ryan, which is probably fine by Troy. He doesn't want to have this accoutrement on him anymore anyway. And... Sharpay and Gabriella are both Gemini, 
but I'm not sure about Gabriella because her year is oh no no here we go got the got the proper one yep so she's still June so yeah her and Sharpay are both Gemini I don't okay, know what so, that means in terms I, I I've not so I'm not, how are are cancers and Gemini's compatible is what we need to look up yeah I do like that Ryan is asking for the layback because also I assume he made that as or not probably not you buy those more I have Gemini and Cancer are next to each other in the Zodiac, and they are likely to be next to each other in friendship. But not romance? But then I have another one that says, overall, Gemini and Cancer are highly incompatible Zodiac match. Finding a middle ground will be challenging for both partners. Wow, it's almost like Troy and Gabriella also have trouble. A strong bond can develop between Cancer and Gemini if both the signs know and understand each other's differences. I mean, this, I'm not to, not to be like this, but like, I don't know, like depending on what thing you click, it's going to give you a different result. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it's, funny that like how it kind of works for Troy and Gabriella. Yeah. But it also kind of works for Troy and Sharpay. Like, yeah, no, Zodiacs are fun. I'm. <laughs> no, it, it's funny to see like how. In the same way, like tarot and like I, I mean, there's so much that no tarot is real. Uh, okay, sorry. No, I just I'm like, wow, you're really strong there. I don't know how to respond no, to that. That was just a that, that was just a joke. Press like it was it was one upping. Um, sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> so, I also think it's funny that just like you can look up a character's birthday. Like, yeah, no, I was like, there's no. I can find out what their birthdays are, but sure enough, they're there. Like I like it for Harry Potter because like the cert, like the, the Pottermore stuff is like always so extra that you're like, yeah, of course you know what the character's birthday is. But like for stuff like High School Musical where it's like, unless it's part of the plot of the movie, there's no way that anyone on the creative team cared enough. I wonder if it's in like a side shot of like... <laughs> report cards or it's, something. It's driver's in the, it's license in, it's in the novel adaptation yeah maybe <laughs> well yeah you get like a little like this is gabriella's student id and it has like her birthday on it mm-hmm. <laughs> they had those books for like their their the you know those like photo books that have yeah. like the yearbook pages and stuff. The, the high school musical visual dictionary <laughs> it's not a visual dictionary it's like a visual companion yeah and but... i think we had that at the library for a hot minute too now that i'm thinking high about school it. musical incredible cross sections cross section of the stage would be cool <sighs> so sharpay gets back to troy and she says didn't you just love it and Troy answers with a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's Smart. Like, do you ever try doing something not that that's not so much? <laughs> Just like, d- do you ever chill? <laughs> do you do you ever relax for just one second to be normal? Can I can I and what's interesting is and what I actually kind of like about this conversation that bleeds into the next minute is 
I don't know, for the first time in like 10 minutes of this movie, we have two characters having a conversation. Each character has their own perspective that they are bringing to the conversation, and they're having a discussion where each of their points are juxtaposed against each other, like like there's an actual conflict going on. (laughs) Yeah, Troy is being so delicate, too, and really, I think he reveals it pretty well in the next minute, so I won't go too far, but like, he is still a kind person. He's not going to be like, no, I hated that. I thought it was really dumb. And yeah. like, why would you put so much time and effort into it? He's not doing that. Which like, yeah, a 17-year-old boy, not to like, I mean, a 17-year-old anybody would do that. Like, he's yeah. being so thoughtful and That's kind. what's interesting about Troy as a character. It's like, and it's not like a Manic Pixie Dream Boy thing. It's just like, Oh, he's like actually just like a nice person. Like that's his thing. Like he's mm-hmm. not like he's competitive about basketball and he like cares about Gabriella, but it, he just like he gets he gets it. Like and he's competitive about basketball but like not in a mean way. Like Yeah. Like you know how in 17 again it's like oh this is actually a 40-year-old man, so the emotional intelligence that he has as a 17-year-old is, like, funny because he's, like, a man in a boy's body. But it's kind of like that. But, like, but like Troy Bolton just kind of, like, understands how to interact with people. Like, like this is a, this is a guy who should just, like, run for governor. Like, he knows <laughs> how to work every single person in, like, just the right way. Yeah. It's also, like, even with Ryan, he recognized that Ryan was super unhappy, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, he didn't say anything because he knew it would just irritate him. So, so is, just, that a, is that a cancer thing? Is, do cancers just, like, really know how to talk to people? Or are they just, like, really good at connecting with people? I don't know. <laughs> we need to get... <laughs> I feel like if we got Nolani back, <laughs> he would know. Yeah. So Troy says, do you ever try it without the lights and sets and backup people? (laughs) Yeah. And you can see Sharpay's wheels turn instantly. She is (laughs) scheming her next scheme. But Troy elaborates on that. And he's like, do you just like hanging out with your friends and singing for fun? Like, I think that's what makes Troy's situation kind of special in that he genuinely just likes to sing for fun it's he's not about the stage of like he liked the karaoke he liked the piano with kelsey and gabriella and his friends and they were just like singing a song he's like yeah performance isn't my thing but i'll sing for fun yeah and that's something i admire about troy again and like in like lots of aspects of his life is like he's not like someone who's so dedicated to like achievement like he kind of lives in the moment and wants to do what's right to the for the people around him at all time. He's good at the three questions. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so interesting about the college thing for his character. It's like now he's being forced to like pick a future and pick something that he wants, but like the thing he wants is to play basketball and be with his friends and be with his girlfriend. And he's actually good at that. Like, he's good at just being nice to the people around him and working a job and, like, enjoying the time in the present. 
mm-hmm. that that sort of other stuff like isn't what he's meant for. Well, not to go there, but also to kind of go there. Isn't it a little hard for any young person to just be deciding their future their senior year of <laughs> high school? <laughs> Well, with yes. ultimately <laughs> to change their mind several times like there's something like inherently nebulous about the whole like college process and the time of life you're doing it when your yeah. brain is like a muddle of chemicals and yeah. Troy is just he is a very live in the moment guy and is very grounded in his in the simplicity of his surroundings like I feel like we really broke into what Troy's character is right now. Sorry, keep going. He's not a no thoughts, head empty kind of live in the moment person either, though. He's like very grounded and it's in a way that helps, I think, ground the movie because the movie can get so outlandish and all over the place. But still, we have this person who's like, okay, I need to be on this date with my girlfriend right now. I want to sing for fun. I don't want to compete. Like, I'm doing this talent show because it's with my friends for fun. We're not shooting to get the lead here. Yeah. It's like a healthy relationship to have with, like, music and hobbies, too. Like, you don't always have to have a grind. Like, you don't have to be going for something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can just be like, I have music in my life and I have sports in my life and I'm not trying to get Instagram followers for it. And I wonder if that's the issue with basketball right now is does he want to continue basketball in college well that's a lot of pressure and he just wants to play because he loves the game like that was what was expressed in the last movie like to some extent he was getting really stressed out and stuff because he just wanted to play the game and his dad knows that (laughs) and had to say to him he's like we're just you're just gonna play a game that we both love and just have fun like that's what troy wants to do yeah troy like at like this is not on the script like this is this is not like the the writers of this movie and the previous movie did not sit down and be like you know this is a teenage boy who is really funny but not in an obnoxious way he's really kind but not in like an over-the-top um preachy way (laughs) like he's really serious but not in a boring way like how did they figure out like the perfect combination of Troy's characterization? It's just what Zac Efron's bringing to the table. And it's like, I like this minute, I don't know. I was just talking about it right now. It's like really driving home, like how perfect he is. And I know we've said it like a thousand times before how perfectly Zac Efron is playing this character, but like just the characterization of Troy Bolton is really hitting home. And I don't think just the characterization of Troy Bolton, but like Zac Efron's strength in playing this character, making the film series so successful. <laughs> like this movie is about Troy. If Zac didn't nail it in one, there would be no High School Musical, the musical, the series. Like it just wouldn't exist. It was so much like this actor figuring out this character. I think in part them writing a character that he could relate to in a way. I don't know a lot yeah. about Zac Efron's upbringing, but like he wasn't in a ton of things growing up, but enough that like, I'm sh- sure to some extent that like groundedness, like trying to find that and finding a character that is inherently grounded. You're grounded. 
might have been like an appealing thing to be like, oh, I'm play acting, but no, I have found this thing. Because not only did he find this massive successful career, but he also found a partner for several years of his life that they both kept themselves ground. Like they talked about it later in life, like having that relationship of Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron at the time kept them grounded and not as much at risk for some typical dangers as a young adult experiences in Hollywood. What's interesting is that the earnestness of the Troy character comes through in like very silly ways. Like him doing that like solo in the middle of get your head in the game Mm -hmm. is like a very memeable moment. Like it's very silly and people kind of laugh at it. You're like, oh my God, he's like doing this like cringy solo in the middle of a basketball court. But it's also like, no, like, that's that like is just what Troy is feeling like that's like it's genuine and it's earnest mm-hmm. and like this like he just got out of witnessing this whole crazy thing and his first question is like Sharpay like why what like what do you want like what do you want inside like what are you trying to earn applause is that is like is that is that what you, is that what you want just the gratification of others is that really going to make you happy I'm pitching Troy becomes a therapist. <laughs> I thought you said that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> did I? I don't know if I did. I maybe said a physical therapist. Now I'm thinking. No, I think I'm thinking you talk said, therapy. I think you said a talk therapist or like a school counselor or something. I think maybe I said a high school thing because he like gets high school. Mm-hmm. But now, but 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 like he like he gets to like he gets to Sharpay and like Sharpay winces it off because um Ashley Tisdale has a actually a, a really solid London Tipton line read yeah when, when she says like but where would I get the applause like yeah this movie I mean we've said it before but I think Ashley Tisdale really took some of her time from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody to help with this her her figuring out who this character was because she needed to bring something else to the table and it's like she's playing into the ditzy blonde a little bit which was kind of the nice thing about sweet life of zach and cody is that's not who she was on that show but it's something maybe that ashley tisdale can like grasp is like okay this is a rich character attribute kind of thing in media maybe not in real life but like in media that I can play up here and give Sharpay something else other than like viciousness. Well, yeah. And it's interesting because like I said before, like it's the two characters perspectives coming out and Troy's perspective is very sincere and Sharpay's perspective is so artificial that Mm -hmm. like her line comes off like completely disengaged from the conversation. So they're like, they're working on two different spheres it's not just artificial. She's trying to scheme of how this conversation, she can turn it into getting to convince, because Troy obviously didn't, like, didn't start singing, so something's wrong. <laughs> and how is she going to get him into the talent show? But wait, maybe I can take something that he's saying and turn it into however, like, the final pitch, basically, to get him to compete yeah. in the talent show with Sharpay. Do we want to transition that out because this conversation continues in the next minute? I think that's a great idea. But first, I do want to say the editors, sound people, sound mixer, maybe took it a little too far with like Sharpay trying to come up with an idea because they have a cartoonish 
light bulb noise. They're like over, like we're not even looking at the two characters head on. We're looking Wait, what like is a over light bulb sharp noise. Pa- like a ding. But that's a ding. But like it's when that's you like know the light bulb goes off. <laughs> but do you see what I mean? Where like the the like the A to B to C of like the light bulb makes the sound, but the sound isn't what a light bulb makes. But we associate the sound with the light bulb. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I mean, that is a great point that I never thought about before. But <laughs> it's still like it took it to a place that I was like, really. Also, it didn't help that we that's what we ended on, and maybe I wouldn't have <laughs> noticed it if it literally wasn't the end. It's weird how, like, subtextual sound effects are. Like, they happen without you noticing. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird that, like, we're conditioned to accept that in movies in a way that, like, would make no sense to a casual observer of media. Or not, a, like, an alien. Like, not a casual observer, but, like, someone coming into it new. Like, an anthropologist. Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting. And for, like, me... Like, just to know right away, like, that, that like, you were saying, that three-tiered association, that that's a light bulb noise, like. Hey, I just joined a three-tiered association. We're, we're selling um, creams and ointments. Um, and if you, if you buy a set of the ointments to sell for yourself, then I actually make some money mm-hmm. for you, for recruiting you. <laughs> Tyler, I, I think you're missing, I, I think maybe they called it the wrong thing when they said three-tiered. What I think they meant to say was pyramid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a it's a multi-level marketing scheme. Anyway. But that's not what's here on Wildcat Minute. Instead, <laughs> we bring you deep, thought-provoking content about the live of Troy Bolton. Yeah, we really talked for a while about that. I'm impressed. Anyway, <laughs> where can people find us on the internet? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know why you love Troy Bolton. Or explain astrological signs to us and tell us how we were entirely wrong. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll catch you next time for the end of this deleted scene and the, I was going to say the resumption, the the... The the starting of the continuation. continuation of the movie proper, you can bet on it.